Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Is It Kino Slash Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. I am Simeon Jimmy, joined today by my close personal friend, Hans. Hello. Hello, everybody. We are back talking about another wonderful piece of uh, cinema. A piss of cinema. We've also got Eggy Eggman Rodriguez. Oh, I'm feeling like the sun in the sky because I'm an angry nerd and I tell people to kiss my behind. Thank you very much. And the star of the Patriots Day movie, Low Res Wonderbread. Patriots Day, Goodwill Hunting, uh, about a third. You were in Goodwill Hunting? Well, I, I was at the set of Goodwill Hunting. And maybe well, I you was. You would have been like, what, three? How old were you? I was about seven or eight at the time. Okay. Yeah. And I remember being there and I remember seeing Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. And nobody gave a shit about either one of them. Everybody was flocking <laughs> to Robin Williams. And I had a Disney magazine with him on the, uh, I don't think he was on the cover, but he had an insert and it was a picture of him from the birdcage. And I just, I frightened, I was so frightened. I held it up to him just to get an autograph. And then he made some gay joke about the birdcage to me. <laughs> he was so, making gay jokes to this random child? Yeah, yes, he was, he was. Hell yeah, he was seven or a eight true comedian. You know, but uh, the birdcage, Goodwill Hunting, doesn't really compare to Suburban Nights. Yes, we are returning to our mini-series reviewing YouTuber movies, and we took a long break because we did not want to return to Doug's trilogy masterpiece, but here we are. And I think it's very appropriate that last time we talked about the Stupid Mario Brothers movie, because this might be the most Rich Alvarez Stupid Mario Brothers that Doug has ever been. I felt like I was watching the same shit again. Yeah. I was about to say, well, one of my notes here says that uh, I wasn't sure if I had seen this before because the whole bad guy dressed in black that's very wordy. It's like, wasn't that from another one of Doug Walker's movies? But now it's all his it, videos. Like a... it, there's always a Matrix reference with guys from this era. And this is no exception. You start with. I call him Indian Neo. He has a very, uh, <laughs> he looks like Perry from Windy City Heat, if any of you guys have ever seen that. Uh, Hans, I know you can screen share, so maybe for the video people, you could show everyone that. He, but he's a, a, clearly a bit tanner than that, or like a, a Howard Stern uh, whack pack member from the 90s. He's got that type of look. It's a leather jacket and jerry curl hair. Very off-putting. Yeah, there's something about a Guatemalan in leather that Dog Walker <laughs> finds terrifying, apparently. I find it terrifying. So there you go. This is the villain of Suburban Nights. <laughs> just a little wider, maybe. Well, Wait, maybe the contrast. You know about is just this down. guy? This fucking streamer guy? Oh, he's a streamer? The is that what he's doing? Caravello is like a low cow. What's he doing on here? Uh, uh, he used to be uh famous for other things before he got into the live streaming game but in recent years he's definitely more stream centric uh but he had fame before that or infamy rather yeah there's a whole comedy central movie that is dedicated to gaslighting him that like jimmy what? kimmel produced yeah it's called windy city heat it's from 2004 or 5 i think it's about that guy mm -hmm. what the hell they, they basically the whole movies to gaslight him. What do you mean? Like, uh, I it's been 20 years or so since I've seen it. But if I remember right, they gaslight him into thinking he's going to be a big movie star, like a big action star. And so it's obviously a full camera crew and all that. And they they indulge his wildest fantasies. Yeah, I think Kino Corner and BG Combi are both doing that to Aggie right now. They keep saying, oh, <laughs> just another week and I'll have the script ready for this movie we're making. Oh, 
Have you oh, even read one a... script, Aggie? Well, you know, I, sometimes I just feel my like my life is very Truman Show-esque, as it were, anyway, but not so much uh, mm. these days. I'm kind of entering my Perry Caravello scream at the my webcam era <laughs> instead of my uh, Perry Caravello get gaslit by random people who walk me around <laughs> cities era. So another parallel there as well. But Well, if we're going to dive into Suburban Nights, Hans, can you tell us what this movie is about? Ah, oh, I think it's uh um it's a movie about Doc Walker and his friends uh playing dress up uh in the same neighborhood where he recorded Kikasia, I think. I don't think so. That seemed like a That's desert. More this desert seemed, yeah. This seemed very suburban. It seemed like a cul-de-sac. And then they went to like the local park and went on the yeah. bike trail and were surrounded by woods, and that was supposed to be like the forest. Yeah, but so the story's about them finding a map. Uh, well, him finding a map and tricking everyone into thinking that they're getting a free car and uh, with, a little, <laughs> with a little card that says free car. Uh, and then uh, Angry Joe yells. Have you guys noted that, noticed that uh, every time Angry Joe says a line, he has to yell and do this? <laughs> his, his lines are always said like, I don't know, like he's Indian. Well, unfortunately, Angry Joe only has one line of dialogue in the movie, and they make him say it about 20 times. Because the gimmick is each character, each of these Doug Walker friends who do reviews on his website, they all have to dress up like a fantasy character. So we've got like an Indiana Jones. We've got a Link. uh, We've got uh, the guy from... Who is Angry Joe playing? Uh, Ego Montoya, what's his name? Indigo Montoya, yeah, yeah from Princess Dare. Yeah, so the mm. uh, so the only line he says is like, "You killed my father. Prepare to die." Like, he, but he gets the line wrong, and yeah. that's how the entire movie is. Is every single person is playing <laughs> a parody of one specific character, and they just keep repeating the same joke, and we don't really have independent characters. They're just doing the one note parody of something else. Well, I was going to say, do you think Linkara got upset that Doug was like, I'm going to be Link. I'm going to be Link in this one. Well, as soon as you write the part where the skirt rides up and we can see Doug Walker's balls hanging out, maybe he felt better about not getting the role. <laughs> yeah, he went all in. I just I noticed that at the end of the movie, I was like, wait a second, that's his legs. I, I didn't realize that he went with little little skirt his pale legs at the uh mostly uh because most of the movies shot as a mid shot but at the end you can see his full body because of the fighting scenes if you want to call them that mm-hmm. uh, well i'll yeah, give he... i'll give doug credit here i think that this had the most cohesion or planning or maybe even budget of any of his productions to this point in his career anyway we had an opening credit sequence with a bunch of deviant art illustrations of the entire cast that were clearly like $8, five fiber uh, commissions that were done just for this movie. <laughs> Back That's in right. 2011. Real heart and soul, not that AI stuff. Somebody really sat down and drew all of the, uh, you know, and, and the thing about it, I'll give that art the credit that you could tell that who it was supposed to represent, which is difficult when you have a lot of very, uh, similarly autistic looking people they were able to somehow still define each person um but 
Yeah, with all the people in the credits, and then when that opening scene of the free car scene after Angry Joe has his uh, spasm, and it's like the 30 people in the room again, I immediately had flashbacks of a very negative nature to the previous films. I'm like, oh, here we go. Because everybody has to say something. They all need to get their recognition in that because they're part of the website. It's going to be good for everybody that they get their recognition. But uh, thankfully, it's uh, somehow or another... It, for me, it picked up from there, and it wasn't gonna. It didn't turn out as bad as I thought it would, based on that establishing couple of minutes. Well, yeah, I am shocked. Nice. Am I hearing that you guys liked this movie better than the original? Absolutely. I oh, think yeah. that this was probably, and honestly, I think Hans, maybe we watched the third one in this series years ago. I think this is the best of the Doug Walker, and that that's still saying this is a big piece of shit. Of course, this is way. <laughs> This is two hours or something like that. It's about an hour and 59 minutes too long, but it's still the best thing I've seen Doug Walker produce maybe ever. Have, I, I like it, his parody of The Wall better than this, and I hate oh, that. Oh, no, no. I hated that, too. We, I hated that, too, but I hated this more. Hans, I, I'm sorry. I, I keep cutting you off, Hans. That one was aggressively is, bad. Is it because this is the shortest one that we've seen so far, and that's why it's the best? I think that is perfectly logical. Like I had to spend less time being tortured by this one. I think that that yeah. plays a part, but there's also the fact that you don't have all 30 people cooped up in a hot looking yeah. hotel room and you don't imagine, <laughs> oh geez, what does it smell like in there? Yeah. Uh, I agree so, with, what, with what Eggie said about that point because whatever the last movie we saw was, you have like 20 minutes of them quipping at each other with their... I mean, I'm not familiar with the website. I was never a fan whenever this was a thing. But the fact that they all had to do like their character in that tiny room for as long as it was on that movie, at least this one moves away from that quickly. So that's a positive. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's not there's not many positives other than than that. I'll, I'm going to chime in quick too. I, when uh, Doug, it's like, this isn't even the same part of the movie, but some guy runs by and he's like, Isn't that the last angry geek? Doesn't he work for us? Uh, and I thought to myself, Wow, I think there's probably a reason why I've never heard of the last angry geek if that was a real channel because it's like, Come on, you got to come harder than that. What, like <laughs> by 2011, I mean, that's not going to cut it anymore. Yeah, I, I can't believe that anybody would consider this better than anything else. Like, like I was saying earlier, every single character is not playing a character. They think that the magical map wants them to LARP and be in characters who they're dressed up as. So then yeah. every joke is, oh, the bard is singing. Oh, that's annoying. Stop singing, bard. And then they hit him and they just ditch him because they knocked his ass out. And that's the same exact thing for the whole movie is every character is in character. It's annoying, and the other characters are annoyed times 10 for two hours. Like, what are what? you getting out of this? Well, I'll tell you what you this like... movie has that the other movies don't have is an Indian versus Indian showdown at the very conclusion. Find me that in anything these days. <laughs> RRR, yeah. that Am might I be to the, believe only, the only one. There's this little Indian boy who I think was in the other movie, and he desperately wants to join the gang but doug keeps lying to him and gaslighting him and saying oh no we're too busy oh i need you to go do this is that indian guy actually from captain planet like the kid actor it's, grown up it's well uh i i don't think he's got that much pull uh well he <laughs> to get colin mockery's but... son is in the film 
So there's a little which, bit of bull. Which one's that? Was that the which, tall redhead guy? Character? So the, the character named I'm Willow. The character Luke, who is dressed as Harry Potter, and there's two Harry Potters in the I, I believe yeah. yeah, it has to be. Because uh Colin Mockery, who you might know from Whose Line Is It Anyway, he's the funny bald guy who's teamed up with Ryan a lot of the time. Uh his son appears in the film, but as of today, Colin Mockery does not have a son because poor Luke Mockery is now a woman, trans woman. This that's why Doug has buried this movie because oh. it dead names and dead faces this beautiful trans icon. Is it that Colin Mockery saw this movie and disowned his son? No, Colin <laughs> Mockery is he is very passionate about supporting his new daughter. So mm. good for him. What's the what's the daughter's name? <laughs> How do you turn Luke into a girl? Luke, I'm know? pretty sure it's uh, <laughs> Kinsley, K-I-N-S-L-E-Y. And the only reason I know that is because I think it mentions it in the YouTube comments for the film. Oh, did it? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Kinley, Kinley, I guess. Oh, Kinley, rather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is it ironic that the the future trans person is cosplaying as Harry Potter? Oh. Levels. Uh, did Doug predict the future with this film? Um, that's kind of a hilarious looking. Version. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Did you pull up the new version of them? Uh, oh okay yeah i wouldn't recognize that person from this movie i guess i, I can really? no, i can see it in their face it's still a yeah. thing oh, yeah yeah maybe maybe not here mm. uh, yeah that looks like a woman i'd believe that <laughs> yeah that's not that one with the blue background i mean uh you know that looks like uh the woman who uh, works at the dmv yeah cl click on the one yeah with colin staring at at his kid that that's a weird that's a weird thing. uh okay yeah so this person was in the movie uh, did they give a good performance aggy uh you know i thought so i think um I, i'm gonna be honest with this film i don't know if there was anybody who was really terrible to me to where it was just so off-putting uh that and it could have had to do with the writing also I think uh, just because to similarly say how, you know, in the previous film, they're all quipping with their little lines or whatever for them to be placed into this fantasy role. And even though they are all so one note, it's like, uh, as long as that note isn't terribly off putting, uh, I can just tolerate them making the same joke again and again, more so than them trying to be extra quirky and unique and come up with all their lol. So random 2010 uh jokes of the time uh so i i'm gonna say luke kinley potter you know what very <laughs> affirming to me yeah i mean i i understand why you would find that annoying uh monkey but i did you not get annoyed so by angry joe saying the same line 10 times in the movie I'm annoyed Same by joke. angry. I'm annoyed by angry Joe's existence in general. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> him saying whatever line is is not. Uh, it doesn't change that. But I think them playing a character is less annoying than them playing themselves. Uh, if it was like who who, like wh whatever their personality that they play online, I feel like it's worse than the character that they were playing in this. Uh, so somehow them larping as a 
uh, fantasy character here was not as annoying as I, as what I would imagine they would say, uh, especially because I'm not familiar with any of them. Uh, but I know that they will try to get in like their I'm, I'm I'm this guy, you know, like they did on the other movies where I was just like, I have no idea who any of these people are. And I'm sure there's a lot of uh, inside jokes that I'm not getting because I'm not familiar with them. So uh, here, at least I know who the characters are. And it's like, OK, it's it, it sucks, but it doesn't suck as much as, you know, letting Angry Joe be Angry Joe instead of Indigo Montoya, I guess. Well, we're ping ponging between them talking about them playing the characters or playing themselves. I thought they were all playing Doug Walker. Everybody has Doug Walker's cadence. This made, I had the realization when watching this, like Doug must be effective at communicating with the actors to all have them reiterating his manner of delivery for every single take. It all sounds like they're doing bad impressions of Doug. Everybody sounds and talks like Doug. So he must be, either very inspirational to all those people during this time and they want to be like Doug or he is giving effective bad direction of, hey, be more like me. Talk like this. Talk like this Tiny Toons character that I always sound like. <laughs> so that's what I just heard his voice every single time anyone opened their mouths. And I will say, you know, maybe my tolerance has gone up in terms of anticipation of what to expect from all of these people. But one particular actor got onto my skin and it was the guy in the elephant costume who had the toys and he kept reiterating the say hello to my little friends line from Scarface, but with the, the toys in his hand. I just, I really found him so unpalatable. Who is your least favorite character, Aggie? Uh, there's a good case to be made for for uh, the one that Low Res just mentioned. He definitely... I guess I didn't understand like what this rock biter was. So every time I saw him, he looked plagued, he looked like he had lesions and boils. <laughs> and uh, that's from Neverending kind of... Story. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> hey, I, you honestly, can just steal low reses. That's fine. Yeah. Or I will say, yeah, the uh, I think probably towards the end, um, the Angry Joe thing got a little bit much. But otherwise, it's all I can had... think about is how many times they made him say <laughs> the same line. I, I, I've well, never uh, even seen Princess, whatever the fuck, Diaries, Bride. What fucking movie is this? Princess Bride, yeah. Does he say the line that many times in the movie? Just no, once. <laughs> no, I, I, I think he, I, I think he does repeat it throughout the. I mean, look, I've never seen the movie before, but I think he does repeat it frequently in the movie. I, I, I think it's the famous line, but I mean, I haven't seen the movie in like 20 Doesn't years. Doesn't he introduce like himself that way to everybody in the movie? Maybe I'm wrong here. Please, YouTube commenters, I, correct me. I, th I think you're thinking of an SNL sketch or something like that, where, where they do the same thing that Doc Walker did. I think I'm thinking about Mad TV. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the most annoying one to me was the British short hair, you know, the one that had that, that hair, that British haircut. Uh, that ends up turning into like the annoying dark one and then he comes back or whatever. Uh, the one that was jealous of the tranny, that one. <laughs> was, uh, that I mean, at the time was... he was his, so it's okay to say. Right, yeah. That one, <laughs> God. Like the fact that they they uh, had a, an entire uh, story arc for that character, it's kind of like fucking... I mean, dog walker sensitivities have never been great, but Jesus fuck, <laughs> the most annoying character is the one that 
goes from from that to annoying the the bad guys and then oh we're gonna rescue him and now he's back with us it's just that this that was the word one for me i enjoyed how lindsay ellis uh did the african uh language i don't know if you guys uh uh noticed that when she did the clicks uh as she was doing her she was doing her elf voice but at some point she was like Ubuntu, Ubuntu. i was like whoa all right Lindsay. This Lindsay 2023 Lindsay Ellis would cancel 2000. Yeah, are we sure that's not why this was buried? Is her threatening a lawsuit? Yeah, yeah, that was a little. Oh, all right, that's her. Her elf powers went into like weird African for for a couple of seconds there. The magic of things that we love. Oh, go ahead, Iggy. Well, I think, um, funny enough. Uh, given my proclivities, but I think that Lindsay Ellis might have been my favorite character in the entire film just because she made the one joke that actually made me laugh. Um, and that's towards the end of the film with this great fight scene where uh, she's about to be punched and she calls in her stunt double, who is a visibly uglier and fatter woman to get beat up. <laughs> um, and I, I laughed pretty hard at that. I liked that uh, Jew Wario is dressed like the David Bowie character from Labyrinth. And I think they put the most work into that costume and that whole setup. Uh, but when he walks in, like every woman in the room is swooning and like getting on their knees to suck his dick. And given what we know about Jew Wario now, I, I appreciate that even more. Wait, what do we know about Jew Wario? What happened? To I him? mean, evidently he like raped somebody and then killed himself. Oh. Yeah, so I'm glad that wow. all the women were swooning for him in the film. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Isn't there a scene where he's like, touch my balls or something? And yeah. The Harry Potter guys, like, I hope <laughs> you're talking about that ball. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. It was great. God, this movie really yeah. is ahead of its time. That, <laughs> <Yeah>. Luke. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I don't know if he actually raped somebody. I think that's the rumor, but I wasn't there. Well, we know rape is shorthand for like maybe you hug a girl and she gets weirded out. Yeah, you, you like so, sent her a creepy DM. Yeah. <laughs> you might maybe have we accidentally can... hugged a Palestinian woman and we know they got a little issue going on, you know? Mm. So it was kind of like, oh, let's see ice. I think we might be able it? to unveil more secrets of the future in this movie if we look hard enough. We just won't know what to look for until it happens. How did he do it? Did he do like a choke jerk and then couldn't come back from choke jerking? Is that what happened? Or oh, no, I think it was straight up suicide. Oh. Yeah, I don't think it was a, an accident. So. Well, uh, it looks like um, he put a shotgun in his mouth and uh, did the thing. Wow, that's fucking oh, just hardcore. Like the, Damn. Just like just like the real David Bowie, isn't that? Uh, <laughs> I, I look at the monitor, and as Aggie's reading that, me and Hans have a huge shit-eating grin as we listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Ah, in April 2018, a Reddit user uh, that apparently doesn't have any further identification revealed that Jew Wario had uh, essayed her in her sleep um, after making several attempts to convince him to leave her alone. But the alleged legitimacy of this post was confirmed by former uh, producer Jess Jesu Otaku and former guy with the glasses forum administrator. Okay. So there's two people so far in this movie who don't exist anymore. Jew Wario and Luke Mockery. Are th is anybody else dead from this film? Are they all still kicking? 
Well, Lindsay went offline after uh, doing a heckin' cancel Reno on herself for whatever that was. I don't, I don't follow it enough. Um, I just laughed when she told Movie Bob to take the picture down for. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was her her greatest moment. I wish I'd known about this movie before so that I could just tweet it a a little clip of her doing African voice. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. You know, it's it also have... uh, somebody dressed up like Princess. Uh, Mononoke, so they're kind of in a Native American costume. Mm. Uh, I was going to say, voice. this movie does have a James Rolfe, the coveted James Rolfe cameo. Even if it's an audio cameo, he just plays a light bulb. He's like an ancient light bulb. Yeah, yeah. they couldn't get him to show up on set. Uh, and I, you would have to imagine, Doug paid for everybody's plane tickets. But James wouldn't even do Godzilla vs. Kong. And that's a real movie that he would have been paid well for. Of course, he's not going to do this. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Wait, James could have been in Godzilla versus Kong and he said no. Adam Wingard wanted him for a movie called VHS 2 originally. And it was a like a short segment where a guy has a haunted eyeball or something and wants to cut it out. And it's all found footage. It's actually a pretty cool short. And James being in that movie would have been cool. He said no because he was working on the angry video game nerd movie. Godzilla vs. Kong comes up and he's like, hey, I got this Warner Brothers movie. Do you want to play a character in this? And James says, I'm really busy. No, thank you. You got to take care of my family. I have to. I yes, a, I have to I take have care daughters. of my daughter. Yeah. Today, he uploaded a 40 minute Let's Play of Super Mario World. So this is what he's too busy doing to cameo in a yep. fucking film. Yep. Okay. Well, Aggie, if uh, anybody ever just... offers you a role in a movie, I imagine you'll take it. You know, if BG Cumby or Kino Corner ever came calling. Well, actually, you know, it's funny, um, even though that those were the gentlemen who approached me most originally about being in a film. I think the most recent offer that I had proposed to me was from a uh, low res Wonder Bread to be in the uh, New York area about a week or two ago. But I was not up there because uh, I'm just working and I'm working, and then I'm working some more. But I imagine he was I... doing reshoots on Mass State Lottery, and you needed to play Hans. You're five. Yes. <laughs> hey, I'm sure nobody would notice. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave some of the original shots in there. It's going to add more, uh, more pull. They got to mm. pay closer attention to what's going on. Oh, I'll be pulling something as I watch <laughs> it for sure. <laughs> No, I, yeah, I, I wanted to get uh, the one and only Eggman here in Omega Fish Corp. So we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. But Eggy, he's a young up-and-coming star. If it ain't in Omega Fish Corp, I'm sure it'll be in something. I'm trying, you know, I sold out a stand-up show just uh, like three or four short weeks ago, which had nothing to do with me. But you know, I had a guy <laughs> come through last night. I was streaming, and he... Threw me another 30 piece. It was like a tip for how good that show was that I went to that you did. And I was like, okay, so maybe I got something to offer the world. I'm a young, just a rap scallion. You know, I'm a real latchkey kid in my 40s. And it's time to, <laughs> to show the world what I'm all about. Are they planning on uploading that or that stand up anytime soon? Well, uh, I think it was last week I was intoxicated and I sent uh, the Mr. Hayden a uh, voice memo. I was like, yeah, man, we're trying to see that stand up, though. So just uh, yeah, let me know when you get that up because we're trying to see it. And uh, which is true. I've still had people asking to see it. So, I mean, I, I've been know, asking. I don't want to put too much um, 
anticipation behind it because it was still my first ever stand-up performance. I'm sure it's probably plenty scrutinizable, but uh, yeah, I hope they do get that up. So even, even if it's paywalled, I'll do a live reaction to it on a stream or something so that it's, uh, you know, fair use or whatever, and they can... Yeah, I'll just do my part. They're going to sue you for watching your own clip. <laughs> <laughs> well, should, I, is there anything else about this damn movie? I feel like we've hit every single possible talking point. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I got something in here I found kind of offensive is they decided about an hour and a half into the movie to take a jab at Jeff Dunham as if Doug and his friends have any like comedic authority <laughs> to be able to do that. When they have like a they have a cat guy that just shows up. It's a cat puppet, oh, and uh, somebody says he's funnier than Jeff Dunham. You have to give him that. Well, to be fair, Jeff Dunham's not funny. The puppets are funny. Jeff Dunham is just the straight man, so they got a good point. You're right. I stand like, corrected. It's totally like, valid. Well, what is what's the name of the old man? Walter, like Walter and the. The terrorists, those guys are hilarious. The, mm. the Joe Biden character, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. I was I was wondering, uh, so remember when we talked about Not Cool and there was a character that was like the, the gay best friend that I don't think was gay in the movie, but... They were all gay, gay, but they like weren't. Very gay, they were long hair. Was he playing the witch in this movie? Uh, because I, when I first saw that witch that was supposed to be like a good witch and then ended up being a bad witch, I was like, wait, is that the gay guy from, from not cool? I think that was a woman. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't, well, I'm, I'm surprised because yeah, I was also under the impression that it was a woman and, uh, did a good job <laughs> acting. I think I, I felt like the performance was, was passionate. You know, I when I was watching, YouTuber, right? when I, when I was watching it, when they were out in the woods and they were dealing with the witch. I thought to myself, you know, Hans is probably like a big fan of this because you love Evil Dead and Sam Raimi and they straight up cribbed a lot of uh, Evil Dead tree POV shots in the last quarter of the movie or so. So I would have to imagine you had a better time with this one. No, no, because they do the they do the reading of the uh, what is it? Klaatu, Barata, whatever the fuck. And then. You have a guy jump in who's playing like a like an '80s surfer dude, and then he's the one that fights with Doc Walker at the end, kind of thing. And I I just thought that was like a cheap, cheap reference to to a movie that I that I enjoy, uh, that I don't think was was uh, deserved by a uh, Doc Walker. It, it was also probably the only other movie reference I feel like. Uh, other than you know them playing the character uh and uh no i uh, well did you at least because i i appreciated the fact they were out in the woods i actually do feel like that made it feel less stuffy like all right it's open range here it doesn't feel as claustrophobic as the last effective doug walker uh atmosphere that was in kickassia um did you at least enjoy that no because you couldn't see it it's all mid ugly mid shots with a, a white sky it was just it's a not a good looking movie at all it's just and that's i think that's my biggest issue with dot walker like i understand how he's trying to be looney tunes and and that's fine you know i uh, when i was a child i enjoyed uh, bugs bunny a lot uh, dressing up uh, like a woman like uh, like luke uh, he inspired Pauline. you 
yeah, like calling Mockery's uh, son. That now <laughs> yeah, he watched too like much Bugs Bunny. <laughs> that was very, very Bugs Bunny of him. Uh, but <laughs> there's something about his filmmaking abilities that uh, is just not visually good. Like, it doesn't look good at all. So he... I don't know. I, I I kind of expect something to get better, but then every movie that we watch, they all kind of just look the same, and they just look like they're shot with the same camera, with the same lens, and there's there's no improvement when it comes to the visuals at all. So the dialogue... Well, I don't think his the... goal is ever to make a, an actual feature film. I think he's just making a long YouTube video, right? Well, that is he trying to make a movie movie, or is he making it for the fans? I guess the question would be, what was the original motivation when this was put out? Because obviously it's split into seven parts. If it was mm -hmm. just thought of as like, all right, well, this is just a seven part long narrative YouTube video, then fair enough. It does pose the question of, do you think this would be better or more enjoyable in any regard if somebody else who was competent was directing Doug, Walk, Doug Walker and all of his, his goons? Wouldn't it make you sad if this looked really good but had the same script and the same actors? Like, the, hmm. shouldn't the filmmaking match the quality of the rest of it? I think it's appropriate that it does. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know if it would make me sad. I think it would just. It would make me sad. Like, what a waste of that camera. Like, oh, you got the black magic camera for the Doug Walker walk around in the fucking park movie. He might be I mean, using that now. I mean, I haven't seen his content lately, but it looks like he's at least upgraded the resolution. I'll give him that. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, Zack Snyder has shit writers and his writing is bullshit, but at least his visuals are interesting. If Doc Walker had someone that at least gave you something visually wise... I think it would be like watching uh what is it rebel moon where it's like oh, <laughs> this, this looks very cool wow every time the characters open their mouth is horrendous and the story is kind of bullshit but it looks nice so at least give me something right here yeah, this movie's kind of like rebel moon but without good visuals yeah yeah exactly you <laughs> get, so there's you, nothing <laughs> <laughs> you get you get mid shots on everyone you get a very white sky on every scene and uh, bad dialogue and bad writing. So at mm. least, I mean, if you have at least an artist that can give you some cinematography there, at least uh, I'll ignore Angry Joe saying the same line 50 times because at least the background <laughs> looks nice as opposed to, well, fuck, he's wearing a wig. and uh, Or, what, or would it emphasize those aspects more and make it more irritable? To the viewer because everything else would be a little more polished so it wouldn't be this this salad of all these negative elements it would be like wow angry joe is really fucking annoying he is the worst <laughs> part of this movie but now you know he's just kind of like he's definitely in that bottom tier but he's maybe not being the worst i i don't know I just think give me something to uh, if you're going to make me sit for two hours, can I have something that I can enjoy here as opposed to horrible line reading, uh, horrible. Would it improve if like shit? James Rolfe directed this? Has he proven that he has a good eye for cinema? Fuck no. He, no, yeah, of course not. He's but, not much but of a cinematographer. Angry video game nerd, the movie and the Polybius and the short film where he unveils his bad receding hairline still 
hell of a lot better looking than this movie. I think I think that Plibius, I don't know how to pronounce the name. That that short that he did about that game that doesn't exist or whatever that arcade machine doesn't exist looks better than anything he's done. So whoever he had working on that should work on every other video, I guess, because at least it looks interesting, even though it doesn't really give you anything in that half hour that that episode lasts. Uh, but at least it's interesting to look at. Uh, here, I just feel like you just get the same. It's just, hey, mid shots for everyone. And then w when uh, there's 30 people on screen, then you get like a little bit of a, a, of a wide shot of everyone because you kind of have to. But otherwise, it's just like the same cut from one mid to another mid or to a close up into horrible looking people. So, so it's just, you know, it's just ugly in any, any type of way that you can look at this. So I feel like, yeah, if you, if you're able to at least give me a little bit of artistry when it comes to the cinematography, I might be more interesting in paying attention as opposed to, oh, I'm, oh, I'm drifting away and staring at fucking mosquitoes in my wall because this <laughs> kind of sucks and it's ugly and I'm not missing anything, you know? No, that's a very good point. I think cinematography and, and good editing will also elevate the performances. So, I mean, look, these are all bad performances. Every last one of them, there's probably no redeeming them, even if you had like Scorsese behind the camera. But if Doug Walker is acting like Doug Walker, there's no fixing that. It would be it would be more palatable to sit through. So I don't know. I, 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 I would be interested to see that just as an experiment to give him a an experienced cinematographer and see how that goes. See what the result of that is. Now, Loris, uh, let me present this to you. Would you like to- No, this is not me vying for script. a job at Channel Awesome <laughs> right now. <laughs> let's download the script to Suburban Nights and let's shoot. Yeah, let's remake <laughs> it. <laughs> we could do better. Let's oh. just make it at least pretty. Well, it's funny <laughs> you, you know? should say that because, so I went on, I was Googling because I was like, well, maybe there's, is there like a, uh, wiki for this it's going to have some context and maybe it's going to have some behind the scenes because there's a there's a whole 46 minute video on youtube making of suburban nights uh, which i did not end up watching by the way but i'm sure it's got a lot of context in there uh so looking that up there's the guy with the glasses wiki and it doesn't have any context but what it does have is the entire transcript of the entire film so you could <laughs> in theory somehow uh put together a recreation of the film based on this script maybe a couple tweaks something to think about if you uh I th we should shoot it as is we shouldn't alter doug's perfection yeah maybe, maybe shoot some of it at night so that it looks a little different as opposed to just shooting it at what looks like 11 a.m every day like just give it a, a you know a slightly different look to the creepy scenes could be at 5 p.m. so that the sun is coming down and you know wow. uh, Doug had to be something in, different. Doug had to be at home in time for dinner with his big wife. Of course, you couldn't shoot close to sunset, Hans. Oh my bad, Why guys. Sh should we even bother reviewing to boldly flee, or should we free ourselves from these Doug shackles and move on to something else? You know, I had the I, I had another feeling during this movie when I, it was like a Killers of the Flower Moon moment of uh, oh, this movie's ending. And then I looked at the time and there was still 90 minutes left. <laughs> I, I, uh, I felt so like deep in my core. I was like, I cannot wait until I never have to see Doug Walker on my television again. <laughs> I've reached that read. point. Like it. Yes. Uh, hold on. 
Let me read to you the message that I got from Lores as he was watching this. <laughs> the Bourbon Knights is the last time I want to watch do anything Dog Walker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's been praising it this whole podcast. Well, Fucking you know, one it's man, the... two opinions. It's, uh, you know, it's settled in me now. So I, now I have a nostalgia for just yesterday when I was sitting through it. <laughs> I think I think these movies and and I was talking to my my girlfriend before this. I was like, you know, it's weird because I like talking about these movies with you guys because it's fun to talk about these movies, but I hate the process of watching them mm -hmm. because I'm by myself trying to get something out of this and it just fucking sucks. I feel like uh when we were doing Civic TV and we were watching this live and we were commenting on, on it live even though after an hour, an hour and a half, we were all exhausted and we were all like, fucking goddamn. It's it's a more enjoyable experience when you're around people and you can make fun of it while watching it. But if you're just watching this so that you can keep your thoughts afterwards, I enjoy recording these episodes with you guys. I hate the process of watching this mm -hmm. by myself. Yeah. It's such as, yeah. It's, it's, it's rough. It's, uh, even at like 1.5 times speed, it's too long to watch. Hopefully you guys sped it up because I, I can't watch this at one. Are you kidding me? No, I can't imagine having to listen to Doug Walker's already high pitched voice, even more high pitch. You know, I think I'd probably kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I the movie it uh, it kind of went by fast for me to be honest. I kind of um, I didn't have to stop it at any point and get up and like collect myself. I actually kind of maybe it's because I watched it right when I woke up one morning and I didn't have anything else going on yet, but. And I sat there and I went through it and I uh, I felt like my brain wasn't suffering so much. I really felt like, you know, when I look at it, oh, that was another 30 minutes of the movie's gone by already. You know, I was like, I just, there was something going on. They're going on, the, they got the map and it's, you know, it's advancing. <laughs> I'm interested. Is this your way of telling us you, you think we should pursue to boldly flee and complete the trilogy? Uh, no, I'm sure that's got to be terrible. I mean, I... Yeah. I I, like I said, I think I'm going to give a large part uh, of the credit in this film's uh, digestibility due to the fact that their own quirkiness had to be reined in to these one-note characters that were derivative and already had something, uh, the franchises behind them. So it's kind of like, I don't know, something for, for that for me, uh, it just makes it work a little bit better. And I do think also, the production was put together better than the previous uh, films. The pacing didn't have these long shots of just, uh, yeah, the big sweaty hotel room. <laughs> Even like the fighting on the playground or whatever. And I don't know, there was, there was something about it. And I'm not an expert, so I can't say exactly what it is. I'm just making my best assumptions here um, that I could come up with. <laughs> because uh, otherwise, it's just not the most captivating premise but something about it i don't know just scratch the tism itch just right i will say i believe i've said that about previous installments as well the tism is right but this one came with a little bit better film to match that as well to boldly flee is three and a half hours by the way yeah i'm definitely double speeding that one <laughs> well so i we us three hans lorez and me we, we recorded an episode of b bang podcast earlier this week hopefully that uh, that's got to be out way before this comes out at least on my channel 
So go check that out for sure. That'll be my plug at the end of this. But I did introduce you guys to a ghetto reality show yes. called Hoochie Daddies. Oh, Hoochie da- hey, did I ever make you watch this at my house? You did, yeah. It was on like, <laughs> isn't it on Peacock or one of those? Like, it was on Tubi. Tubi. It yeah. better be on Peacock soon. I would love to see the high budget version of Hoochie Daddies. Well, we found out, Aggie, that it's actually also on YouTube. So. Oh. Uh, we were thinking maybe we should just start reviewing Hoochie Daddies instead of <laughs> these YouTuber the movies. Trilogy. Yeah, I think of I would course. much rather. <laughs> yeah, Hans, we would you like to explain hour. Hoochie Daddies for anybody who is unaware? Yes. Okay. So, um, male passing lesbians, uh, go to a house. Male and, identifying. Uh, I wouldn't say they pass. Are we sure they're lesbians? No. Okay. So male. Looking masculine black butch ghetto women the first contestant you're introduced to has a big chain around her neck of her name which is dyke god (laughs) yes yeah so lesbian i mean there's one woman whose shirt is just having two pieces of tape on her nipples and that's all she wears yeah and uh they are uh in a contest to win uh a vacation in Jamaica, uh, and they show we don't know where they're going, uh, we just know that there's an image that they show that doesn't look like Jamaica at all, it kind of looks like barbarian, whatever. And then they also are going to win uh, a chain with a very cheap looking medallion that says Hoochie Daddies, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they win, but we don't know. What we're not really sure how are. they win or if yeah, they get eliminated what, from the show how like what they need to do or what they there's there's not much of a goal there's nothing there, there's not like it's not like the bachelor where you have to you know make someone fall in love with you or uh or a real world where you have to i don't know work at a smoothie place and and mm. uh and then by the i don't i've never seen real world but but uh it, it's very from what I've seen, I know that Laura's watched the first episode, and and I think he texted me saying that there's a fight or something at the. Oh end yeah, of it. well of course. I mean, it wouldn't be Hoochie Daddies without a fight. I'll tell you what, it it was a little long. I would have cut it down to like twenty two minute episodes. You yeah. get the best of. Nothing really happens in terms of competition in that first episode. You're just introduced to all the characters. They don't have enough room in the Airbnb where they got it which is made apparent because Dyke God, I think, has to move into the closet and she's sleeping on the floor <laughs> of the closet. But then something happens and one of the one of the hoochie daddies winds up choking and pinning the other one against the wall and starts punching her in the head. And there's not what? like a disqual- there's something like that. There's not a disqualification. They just kind of naturally break it up and then they go off to their room. So there was no competition or anything in the whole episode. Not in the first no. episode. It was purely <laughs> introductions. And there's like, and what, nine episodes, eight episodes? I have seen the, the first half of like four episodes, and then I always have to stop because they're too long and just hard yeah. to sit through. But if we're doing it for the show, it should be an easy watch. It's a lot like Fish Tank. If Fish Tank <laughs> was in South Florida with uh, some some butch, beautiful women. With eight identical archetypes. Yep. And uh, and a couple of hosts that kind of look like they could be on the show too as contestants, yeah. but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what are we going to review? Like what the 
How many episodes are there in this season? Eight or ten? Nine. I I think there I think there's eight. Well, should Don't we do half and half? Do, do the first half, or should we do the whole thing in one go? I think I think we got to do the whole thing in one go because then we can at least like break it apart a little bit. Maybe you get a fast forward here and there. You know, you if you as long as you're getting the main bits, I think it'll be okay. Well, we also know for a fact that there's going to be a season two, right? Because we saw part of the uh, audition uh, mm -hmm. process for season two where they do it in like a bar, like a weird bar with my see, bar auditions during the day i'm having doubts now because if we said the doug walker movie is three and a half hours that's too much let's watch eight hours <laughs> of hoochie daddies instead no, like that's that's gonna I'm, be rough i'm so down for watching hoochie daddies more than <laughs> hey i know what you're doing when we when you come to town next week we're watching all of hoochie daddies <laughs> I'll get that Elvis on deck. Don't you know, <laughs> little bit of Elvis midnight snack. You know, I think them uh them ladies gonna be looking like a midnight snack. I'm talking the darkest hour, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> yeah, well, so I, I I would much rather prefer move to the wait, what is the production company called? Uh Gitter Done Productions. Yes, I'd rather move Larry to the, the cable the... guy. <laughs> I'd rather move to the Get Her Done Productions from Guy with the Glasses. I think Guy with the Glasses <laughs> kind of run, you know, its course, and we've we've uh, seen enough now. Well, what about uh, Stupid Mario Brothers Legacy? Don't we want to return to the, to those films? No, we don't. Eggy, did Do we you, watch that a couple weeks ago? <laughs> the whole Legacy movie? Uh, we did. There's yes. another. Yeah. There's well, more? It, his most recent one. And uh, I had never finished it, so me and Eggy sat down and watched the whole thing. And if I recall, it was it was pretty awful. <laughs> Eggy, did you enjoy Legacy? Uh, I'm going to say... No, that's a no. That's, that's a no, definitely no. I mean, it takes a certain kind of, uh, you know, when we say enjoy... Uh, and... How much Elvis did you have that night? That might yeah. dictate it. <laughs> well, yeah, how much I Elvis think... did you guys get? Because I I saw the the uh, what is it, Family Feud episode, and that sounded like you guys drank the whole thing. So oh yeah, we we had uh... three full bottles of yeah. Elvis to go through. But that's because there was yeah. It sounds like I'm some kind of crazy person that would normally drink three entire <laughs> bottles of liquor because that's just totally crazy. But. They had three different flavors. They had regular uh, rye. rye, and then yeah. also the uh, flavored special peanut butter, peanut butter banana bacon. Ooh, so that uh, is very Elvis. They were genuinely some of the best shots of liquor I've ever had. Like I'll do a, sh a shot of Jack Daniels, and it's like uh, that's you know kind of burns, it's kind of nasty. But I, I was doing full shots of Elvis. It was fucking watery smooth going down. Well, Hans, so you brought you brought peanut butter whiskey right for one of the no. the shoots we did no, no am i imagining I brought, that yeah you are i brought costa rican guado which is awful to get down but you guys were like yeah this is putting me to sleep you said you were like can i have a shot of this because it's just putting me to sleep because it was just warm fucking yeah 90 percent alcohol that was great after yeah. being out in 20 yeah. degree weather shooting all night and getting rained on and snowed on that was awesome yeah, there was no peanut butter flavor or anything flavored. Maybe I just... imagine that was my imagination <laughs> running wild. Yeah, we're yeah. just like rubbing alcohol. Right? We're taking <laughs> shots off at two in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, whatever gets the job done. Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever gets I you through, Hoochie Daddies. Yeah, 
I might have been a little intoxicated while it, that might have impaired my enjoyment in a positive way for that film. Uh, I think <laughs> I think you got to be a real hashtag Alvarez head going in to yeah. be able to enjoy it. Otherwise, I think it's probably gonna. I've been watching him since I was fourteen, and I could not stay in that movie. You know, I, I enjoyed the movie. the Super Mario Brothers movie probably the most out of these like backyard flicks that we've been watching. But I would I would vote to finish the Doug Walker trilogy before going back to the stupid Mario brothers. Film. Hey, I was mostly kidding. We definitely should not review that film. <laughs> well, I think what was our, what was our crit critique as we're watching it? It's just, it's so absolutely convoluted at that point. There's like so much different stuff going on of like talking about all kinds of completely incoherent uh, lore building for this world. You know, when it started off, like, you know, the original massive success was, let's wear this costume and hop over to the mailbox with a funny voice. And then it's like 5,000 years ago in the alternate universe of blah, blah, blah. And there's all this shit for like so long and completely just so convoluted. I think that was a part of the uh, reason why that particular legacy movie was so atrocious and unviewable. But well, yeah, the other problem is there's no music videos like in the original, like it, it it's just, a, no a series of scenes of two people talking to each other and they had lore <laughs> dumping at each other and then go on to the next one. There's there's no sense of camaraderie with like, oh, we got 10 people in costumes hanging out. It's always just Rich only has three friends left and he's going to have a one-on-one -on -one scene with each of them and it's going to be two hours long. I don't think there's even a lightsaber fight. His wife let, left him already and... <laughs> <laughs> for she, I think she's one of the few time. women in the movie. <laughs> but uh, I, I think I might be a little bit spent tonight, guys. Do you have anything else you guys want to talk about? Yeah, I think uh, I think we should move on to Hoochie Daddies. I think this is a new well idea of content that we have not. Uh, it's uh, our DEI yet. approach to is it Kino? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a content, uh, a well of content that we have not dived into. Uh, that uh, it seems like it would be a lot more fun if you're intoxicated while watching it. So I might have to do that um, while while watching the one hour, more than eight episodes of season one, and then uh, an hour ten minutes uh, audition episodes that they put out for season two. Um, well, we already but, reviewed uh, that on B Bang. I think we spent yeah. about forty minutes just watching their videos. <laughs> yeah, we <on> did. The <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> Yeah, but I've, I I would rather do Hoochie Daddies than Rich Alvarez or Dog Walker because that. I think I agree, and hopefully the YouTube upload has subtitles because I know Tubi does, and without subtitles, I don't know. It's almost like these Hoochie Daddies are speaking a different language. <laughs> they might actually be, as far as I know, they're doing some Lindsay Ellis uh, clicks, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of click in there. There's a lot of. Uh, uh, Egging doing African voice on Family Feud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's Steve Harvey voice. That's not African voice. I don't think he spent one day in Africa. Oh, my bad. The yeah, closest I right. get is my reggaeton voice, which is completely different. You know, that's a Rastafari voice, man. That's the voice to trick That's completely uh, different. <laughs> what about you, Lores? Do you have any final thoughts for this fine episode? 
No, I will. You know what? If we're going to take a vote on it, I'll vote for to boldly free, please, just so we can finish the trilogy uh, before signing up for Gucci Daddies. But I feel like I'm I'm only voting for that because I feel like I'll confidently be outvoted here. (laughs) Let's see where Iggy votes. I don't know. I mean, he's the dog head over here. Well, (laughs) I guess uh, I think now. See, I I got this thing. It's called oppositional defiance disorder. So when you put it to me like that, it makes me want to just uh, swing the vote in a different way. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a time eventually where we are going to uh, finish the trilogy regardless. So like ripping a Band-Aid off, golly gee willikers. Well, we might as well just get it over with. For me, it's to boldly flee. But uh, (sighs) boldly kill myself uh, <laughs> now with that being said i would much rather uh watch hoochie daddies uh when i come visit monkey i don't want us to waste precious bro time uh suffering through that doug walker garbage let's just double let's... speed it uh off of like a good pound of that za and just uh try to co- comprehend however terrible it is while we digest hoochie daddies frame by frame scene by scene well, Iggy, I, I definitely want to watch Hoochie Daddies with you, but maybe next week is too soon because I doubt we're returning for us our four man show that soon, and you know we're gonna lose all this great Hoochie Daddy information. That so is maybe true. we maybe we should hold off on watching that together. And you know what, Hans, I might have to also just throw the vote on to Boldly Flee so we can get it over. Oh, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> God, oh. I hate all of you so much. <laughs> just I got to see how this ends because there's so much continuity between the first two films. I have to know where these story arcs end. Yeah. All right. Well, it's I mean, almost uh, over. Hey, we we made we committed at the very beginning. We made a pact, a blood oath that well, we were going to do this. Didn't, didn't we already <laughs> see uh, Lores, uh Remind me when we were doing Save TV, which was the dog walker movie that we watched that we were all exhausted like an hour and a half i think in, I, I, we like... did we did two doug walker shows and one was definitely kick assia the other okay. i don't think it was to boldly flee no. i think we watched was... his game show and we watched yeah. the wall back to back the right. wall's I think classic it was the, i think it was the kick assia episode where we're halfway in we were all just kind of just staring at the screen with nothing to say just because we're all exhausted as to yes. what's happening so I'm, i mean i'm not gonna pretend that i'm looking forward to watching a three and a half <laughs> hour fucking dog walker a movie but I, I i like these episodes enough where i'll i'll sacrifice myself and uh let's let's just not say next week though can you give me two weeks at least oh, two I was weeks like i was, March I was or not April. in a rush at all i was thinking like three months oh, from okay. now yeah okay all right because fuck i uh i watched this after work today and i'm already exhausted from working eight hours and then it's just like oh cool now i have to listen to this 30 year old bugs bunny man <laughs> trying to be Bugs Bunny with no charisma. That's just fucking. Ugh. And now it's three and a half hours. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll 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 put myself through it just so so that I can uh, record another one of these uh, with you guys. But it's more more of a uh, me enjoying recording with you with you guys that actually enjoy Dog Walker because I kind of hope he stops putting anything out. Stops breathing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hans, there's 12 years more of content from Doug Walker from just this movie. So, yeah, stay tuned. 
So uh, I guess stay tuned for our boldly flee episode. Uh, Can't wait. It's going to make you want to boldly flee off the top floor of a a skyscraper (laughs) if you ever have to watch it. Uh, Aggie, you want to plug your rumble? Rumble.com slash C slash Aggie White. Go check it out. I've somehow been going live like each week for the last, I don't know, pretty while. Uh, I haven't really been inclined to. I don't know if I really have a reason to, uh, but hey, you know what it's fun to do. So I keep on doing it. So go check it out. Also, uh, YouTube at Big Yoker. That's where I'll be tonight because we did Rumble last night. So I'm going to give the non-rumblers a little something to chew on. A little bit less uh, than what I did last night, but still, you know, keeping them in the loop. And if you want to hear more of me, go check out the B-Bang episode. Now, I don't know if they're going to actually call it Chico's Negros, but we did agree (laughs) that's what it would be called. I have to look at Spotify's terms and regulations just to make sure it doesn't get... I mean, that's literally the Spanish translation of Black Boys. Just do a three for the Negros. That's fine. Uh, and uh, go is, to it, it, is Negros a bad word in Spanish? Well, like, it's not it's, like you no, added an I no. to, to Negros. It's not like you said Negros. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's, no, it's we said Negros. Negros. It's fine. Negros. Negros. Yeah, Negros. We, yeah, exactly. No, we don't. But I don't know your sensibilities when you're a white person in the States. That's not. I mean, I, I, we have a neighbor here that we called Negro for like 30 years, and he's fine with it. So it's not, it's not really a thing. I mean, it, I it's think, just uh, Spanish. Like on a... Crayon yeah. for like a black crayon. Exactly. It says Negro yep. on there. It's a color, yeah. Yeah. So it's not it's it's not a racial slur unless you I don't think so. Say it with an inflection, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh patreon.com slash lowerits. We have a tier now where you can torture us and make us watch whatever movie you want. Yes, and actually, us. someone could pay to have us watch this movie again and cover <laughs> it for the show. Yes. or any of doug walker's movies we we have a hundred dollar tier so you got to be a high roller to get that you get one movie per month so if you're like some billionaire out there you could just bankroll hans has to watch nostalgia critic every week for the rest of his life yeah yeah that that was a a, a blind spot in assembling this uh this new tier (laughs) someone could literally just buy our show and control our show uh but yes you can do that That'd be good. Eggy, oh. you gonna you gonna take him up on that? Uh I, I gotta uh you know, I'm donating to like twelve different YouTubers monthly right now. I think I need to really actually go through and like reevaluate my finances because <laughs> uh I don't know. I, How much are you giving Doug Walker? Uh zero dollars. <laughs> but I did give his a re upload of his movie from thirteen years oh, ago and upload. <laughs> so I think yeah. really and also took part in this podcast. I think as an artist, me and Doug Walker were both artists. I think he could appreciate that I took time out of my day to observe his work and really think about it and then speak my mind about it. So that's worth more than any dollar could buy, really. And I've got to go pee, Hans. So if you have anything else. Uh, 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 um, uh, uh, is it is it Kino? Is this movie actually Kino, guys? What? Is- now go to the comments, uh, subscribe and and like and uh, let us let us know what you think. <laughs>